Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Beyond a Thought Podcast, where we're talking about issues you've probably been thinking about. My name is Lynette. And my name is Z. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today, we're continuing our conversation from last week about uh, spiritual manipulation. Uh, we chatted a little bit about, about that and kind of broke, started talking through and thinking through what that may look like um, to us, at least. Um, so we're really interested to hear your feedback um, from it because we know it's a really heavy topic and there's a lot of people who have different opinions about it. Um, mm-hmm. And as you may have heard on on the the last week's episode, there are different uh, perspectives that we give. Um, mm-hmm. So we would really like to hear from you guys. We really appreciate you guys for listening. Um, so today we're continuing our, our conversation about now that we know, um, or now that we've discussed what that may look like, what spiritual manipulation may look like, um, uh, what what's the way forward? How do we, as as leaders, as people in the church, um, deal with 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 it when it does arise? So that's mm-hmm. the kind of that's the framework for for today. Um, Z, you want to add anything? Yeah, like I was just I was just thinking about <clears throat> I was thinking about the topic during the course of the week. And one of the things that we I think we talked about was how, you know, a lot of leaders slash pastors may not necessarily know that mm-hmm. they're being spiritually manipulative. Um, mm-hmm. So I wanted to throw the question out to you guys like, OK, so if that's the case, then how does one define it as is that wrong? Like, let's say if you feel like, oh, this is what's happening to me, uh-huh. you know, but then you really feel like the pastor has the best intentions at heart, you know, is that, would you still consider that wrong or would you be like, oh, then that's fine? You know, I'll throw I, it out I, to you. I, I, I kind of want to clarify, but are you saying you think that the pastor has good intentions or you feel like it may not be good intentions, but they think it's good intentions? Yeah, yeah. Like, the like it's being directed <laughs> at you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, Teresa? Yeah, um, I feel like I've been in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think, I'm, I th- one of the things that God has really been teaching me um, oh. is just to extend grace. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Simply because I know it's easy to sometimes forget that, you know, in so much as we are on this journey of discovering ourselves and, and, and walking with, with Christ, so are pastors, you know, mm, they, right. they, they are still making mistakes. They're still learning things too. They're still just, they're pretty, we're all pretty much on the same level. Just some people have mm. been given um, the grace to have a platform to help others, you uh-huh. know, do it. Uh-huh. So I've been learning because a lot of times it's easy to say, oh, you know, you know, they're a pastor, they're a leader, they should know better. Right. But right. the same way as God uses pastors and leaders to change us and to mold us, mm-hmm. God uses us to, to grow them as well. Like mm-hmm. it's just from a different perspective. So I've been I've been learning to just extend grace a little more, even though I do think at a point you should know. <laughs> I do think that they're at a point you should know. But I've been learning to extend grace because there have been situations where that I've been in and, and, and I've wondered, do they just not know that what they're doing mm-hmm. is wrong yeah. but then I feel like there's also some responsibility on us 
to mm-hmm. also speak up, you know? Mm-hmm, and we talked true. about it last week. Like for some reason, we're able to, in every other area of life, speak up when something is, when injustice is being done towards us. If you're at work and something is happening, you will run to the HR department and say mm-hmm. what you need to say. If you are even at the mall or and someone cuts in front of you, you will yell at them and you will let them know that, hey, th- this is not what you're supposed to do. There's a line or whatever. Right, but for some right, reason right. in church, we feel like, oh, because we have to be respectful, we can't say anything. Mm-hmm. And so I also have been starting to like look at myself and be like, okay, geez, well, if this person really doesn't know, you should be educating them. And, and mm-hmm. there's nothing yeah. wrong with them. You should be able right. to bring that up to a pastor and leader and say hey when you said this or when you did this i felt like this this and this and then Uh it's their response that will let you know Uh what their heart is towards the situation are they actually being manipulative or do they just not know because anybody that really doesn't know will take that and and will Uh apologize and will go to god and will seek correction and will try to do better but a person that Uh knows what they're doing and what this is actually trying to manipulate you is the one that will say no i'm the pastor i what i say Uh goes and so on and so forth so the 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 ability to speak up will actually help and save you in the situation and even help you discern what what the person is actually doing you know Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. no i totally agree i like i i couldn't add anything else to what you said like i was definitely gonna say like you like i mean i i I, as i expressed last week like i have i've had trouble with like speaking up and and trying to you know get my point across and especially when i don't feel something is right but definitely like speaking up and letting people letting the other person know i think our reservation in church is that we we have been taught that these are our spiritual leaders and whatever they say go and i think that doesn't ha- that has because that hasn't been broken down in the sense of how that looks mm-hmm. we automatically um kind of give in to whatever it is that they say without asking any questions without without being like oh hey like i don't read that it really doesn't sit well with me so we kind of let things slide mm-hmm. but i think as we have gotten to understand what manipulation may look like like you know just speaking up for yourself and knowing that hey that that check in your spirit may be something that you might actually have to ask about or may have to get clarification for so that you can move forward and like z said last week be a hundred percent behind your leader be a hundred percent be able to move in the same direction as they are otherwise you are I, I, I even think that that's rebellion in a way. Like you are, you are just walking with them just because you think you should, mm-hmm. but you haven't really, you don't really have an understanding of what you're doing. So that in itself doesn't make sense. So I totally, I totally agree. Yeah, I always feel like I agree with everything that you guys are saying. I think that one of the thing, one of the reasons why I think it's so important for people to be able to speak up and express themselves I've been on this tip of freedom, right? And freedom, not like new, like new liberal or like new uh-huh, age uh-huh. type of freedom, but just literally freedom where your heart is free from any kind of yeah. bitterness, strife. forgiveness, uh-huh. strife, all that kind of stuff. And a lot of that, a lot of that freedom stems from or could come from transparency, right? Uh-huh. Where you you understand exactly 
and it's tricky because I guess in our day and age it's like you don't need to know everything in order for things to happen but at least have an under a good understanding of what's going on in order for you to be able to fall in line and when you don't have that understanding or when there's no clarity or think like it seems mucky I always say that like that's an atmosphere to breed that breeds resentment breeds gossip breeds like all sorts of things that are not from God and I always say how can the spirit of God operate in an atmosphere like that you know right so <clears throat> when you're when you're worried about when you're scared to ask questions or when you feel like you know your pastor or your leader is doing something that you don't feel is according to the word of God but you're scared to 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 bring it forward but you go ahead with it anyway I feel like that's the kind of opportunity that the enemy uses to kind of just so discord amongst uh-huh. the congregation. Uh-huh. And it's so much easier for him to do that when there is uncertainty or there's like confusion. It, just yeah. confusion, a whole bunch of confusion, right? And uh-huh. and how can we how can we then <laughs> it's weird because it's like we have all of that going on. But at the same time uh-huh. we're praying for the move of God. We're praying to increase right. our church. We're praying for all of that to happen. but then our hearts are so foul yeah. you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so i feel like when we have that freedom or when you have that 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 open communication with your leaders where you know that you know what my leader is not doing anything to 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 harm me or things are or very clear anything. they're not yeah. hiding anything from you it's so much easier for god to just move in your heart you know uh-huh. i wish i could find some biblical references for it so that i can really be like yeah this is not new ag it's actually for real for real mm-hmm. um but teresa like what you said is so true sorry what were you saying why not you were going to say something no i i i'm thinking like to what extent like mm-hmm. and then this is just me thinking out loud like to what extent um do we uh do we want I think transparency is like a it's 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 very self-explanatory but mm-hmm. it also in uh, in in the church context mm-hmm. it can be like a word that's just thrown around or it mm-hmm. could be a um very vague like mm-hmm. to what extent do we do we ask for that transparency because there's, there's even at workplace in mm-hmm. workplaces it's not everything that Exactly you know. exactly so right. like to answer um, that question like for me The one thing that I don't like is when you ask a direct question and then the person uh-huh. can't tell you like if the, if you say okay where are we going <laughs> right uh-huh. the, if uh-huh. the person says you know what I'm not at liberty to share that information right now when it's time we will share it for me that's uh-huh. good enough because they're not at liberty to share it because maybe there's so many like lawyer whatever going on yeah. that it, it's not right yeah. to share this is not the right time But if I ask okay. you where are we going? Oh. Where are we not going? It's up to you to decide where we're going to go. You know? <laughs> so that for me I'm like fam, I asked you a very direct. Question. I don't know if you guys watch politics but that you watched you watched you watched uh-huh, Mike Pence uh-huh. and Kamala Harris. Like that they didn't say anything. Where mm-hmm. the guy couldn't answer any that thing is so frustrating. It's like yeah. why can't you just But then I get that they're politicians but that's where like yeah. all of in Christianity we're not politicians we're we're supposed to represent no. the truth. So you yeah. can't come and start giving that's lying for me it's essentially you're just lying. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So how can you operate that way 
it's the body of Christ and you're supposed to represent the truth but then you're coming and giving people lies like so so that's where i i draw my transparent like my definition of transparency is like if you're not at liberty to share something just say that you're not at liberty to share it right now right and at at a a certain time at an appointed time it will be shared because that's how the word of god goes he didn't tell abraham exactly where he was going but Uh he told abraham Uh trust me this is this is this will happen and at an appointed time Abraham followed and off he went. But God wasn't saying, uh-huh. oh, you know, maybe somehow. <laughs> maybe you will prosper. <laughs> maybe you will prosper, maybe not. But you should try this goal. You know, like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and that's just, that's just my opinion. That's what I yeah. think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you say you want to add anything? No, I'm just, I'm just laughing because it's true. Like, I, I totally and completely agree with what Zia is saying. It's true. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why we do these things to each other. Like, it, it, it just doesn't. I, I don't know. But, but then again, for me, I'm like, I maybe it's just me. But, but I think I think that takes it takes a lot. Like, I think I think if there's, and this is this is just my opinion. Like, if you have a church or like a church foundation that has been started on, do as I say, not as I do. Mm. If it has been started on that foundation it's so hard to break it down mm-hmm. you know to come back to the level like especially now at this age like we have we're in a generation especially our generation as millennials we ask questions mm-hmm. like we want to know we want to know before i move forward because i don't know if i'm gonna go fall off a cliff like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like i'm gonna follow you off a cliff. no i want to know especially in this in this generation the ones after us too generation z and all of them they want to know mm-hmm. so if you have a church that has been has been um, found especially like last week we talked about culture um seeping into the church slowly if to to kind of backtrack on that mm-hmm. it i think it's just so hard especially for the leaders before us to do right because it's just like no i said it and you must do but then you have a general it's, it's such a stark contrast with the people that are in your church so you find a lot of millennials being like well i'm not gonna like like Teresa at some point was just like i'm I, these people are fake like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna go mm-hmm. like you know what i mean then you have a lot of people in this generation be like yo like why am i even gonna go with with this old generation who will say everything to to do as i say but not as i do like i can see that you're not doing it as you are preaching or mm-hmm. you know in some cases so it's just so hard like for me it's just it's uh it's a point of contention for me because mm-hmm. we're we're talking about this, but I, I mean we go to churches where it has been founded on some of these principles. Mm-hmm. Really, like mm-hmm. I don't know. I correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Very it's just right. hard to kind of backtrack. Yeah, it's really hard to just imagine that. At, oh, it's going to be like a eureka moment. One day they're just going to realize that. Hey, this is not really working for especially some of the generation, the, the some of the generation um, sects in in our in our in our community or in our church. Mm-hmm. So how does that now? Like last week, I think it's recess ended off like we have to kind of it's like up to us mm-hmm. to kind of teach mm-hmm. the generation before us that hey, this is not really working. Um, but it, it, it's also up to that generation to accept to learn mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Because then it's just like you're trying to teach them, but then you sound rebellious. You mm-hmm. sound like you're going against the grain. Yeah. You sound like you're now uh, you're now the only one in the church that you're asking too many questions. You're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing that. Then it, it becomes a conflict, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me it, paint it, a scenario for you guys. Oh, sorry, uh, Teresa, you wanted to say something? No, yeah, I was just going to say, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's really a thing. Because then you see also the older generation they are are pushing and they're preaching um the subject of honor so much because they're like oh millennials are rebellious millennials don't know how to honor and it's like it's not that we don't know how to honor but honor doesn't mean that you're right all the time like Mm -hmm. time yeah so yeah yeah. that's that's a big one yeah that's a big one and before i I give the scenario like yeah just to 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 pause on that for sure because it's like what does it even okay what does it even mean to honor someone uh-huh. you know like i know the bible says honor your mother and your father like i get that but like when it comes to leadership like how how do we show honor when we feel like okay this thing is <laughs> this thing is k like yeah. as some nigerians would say you know what i mean so i, I guess i'll throw <laughs> that question out to you Teresa. like how how would you how does one even define that like in our context right and i know teresa you you posted on your on your page mm-hmm. so you, if you want to share some of the things that you yeah found. um for me like i really i actually had to you know take the time to actually study honor because i was hearing mm. all the time honor this and honor that and culture of honor and you need to do this and the way that i was seeing honor be portrayed portrayed was very different than what I knew to be of honor. And I was like, is it just biblical honor that goes above and beyond? Because how can this be? Like Uh the things that I've seen people do in the name of honor, the way that I've I've seen people act in in the name of honor, I was like, ah. Like, is it just me? So I'm at a point of time, uh-huh. I thought maybe I'm just being rebellious. And then I began mm-hmm. to like, right. conform to this this thing of honor. But within my heart, I could feel like I did not feel this. Like what I was doing, mm. there was, I didn't actually have honor for the person. The honor mm-hmm. that I knew to have. Like I was uh-huh. just doing, uh-huh. going with emotions in the name of, oh, I honor you, I honor you. But not actually uh-huh. truly honoring this person. And so uh-huh. that was when I really like took the time to, you know, study for myself. Okay, what is honor? What does honor look like? What does that look like for me? So for me, I think that honor is basically just recognizing the value in a person. Like in a person or thing. You see a person and you see there's a value in them. Maybe you celebrate the gift of God in them. You celebrate the, the what who they are and, and how they are. And so you place value. You have you're you're able to recognize the value that this person has in your life. And so I honor them. Uh-huh. So like for example, my mother my mother, I honor her because I understand the value she has in my life. She gave birth to me. She's taken care of me since when like all the uh-huh. like even a teacher, a professor, a pastor, a sister, a friend, a mentor. You just recognize the value in a person and so you honor that right uh-huh. and and when i think about things that are of value to me like right now i'm doing this on my airpods my airpods are valuable to me i uh-huh. i I'm, I'm known for losing headphones but since i've gotten them i have not lost my airpods because it's expensive <laughs> it's expensive yep. and it's valuable right so what do you do with yeah. valuable things you preserve them 
so the same way you preserve things that are valuable to you is the same way you pervert you preserve your pastors whom whom you honor how do you preserve them it doesn't just look like oh giving out money and and taking everything they say with a blind eye it looks like supporting Uh them it looks like supporting the vision that god has given to them it looks like volunteering in the church it looks like serving in the ministry it looks like supporting their assignment on earth playing your part Uh it looks like loving on them it looks like if you have you know extra time and you know that your pastor needs help in in an area maybe you can go volunteer in the church office just to help your pastor some people will even Uh take it a a step further and go and and volunteer in the house just to serve the pastor like oh pastor thank you for doing this some people you know not not everybody but you know some people that's how how they they would like to serve and love on their pastors it Uh even looks Uh at something as simple as like buying a tea or a coffee like there's been times when because i i work at church but i would be going to church and i would just buy my my pastor's favorite coffee or favorite tea for them just uh-huh. just to love on them you know it looks like yeah. defending yeah. them it looks like recognizing them it just looks like right. honoring them just doing things that preserve them doing your part to fulfill yeah. the vision push the ministry mm-hmm. and just show them that they're valuable to you so however right. you are able to do that that is what i believe honor is so and then I feel do like, you have to oh, do so then do you have to see the fruit before you honor like you know what i mean like what you're saying is as if like they're, they're valuable to you so mm-hmm. in order for something to be valuable to you mm-hmm. you have to see how it's valuable to you like right. you know what i mean it has to work mm-hmm. to like it's not demanded upon like you don't just it, it, automatically give something honor or some honor oh yeah okay. I right? you, mm-hmm. yeah well for me personally like just i think a lot of times when we look at the fruit of something we look for like a direct roi you know but mm-hmm. sometimes the roi may not be that clear it may not be that i eat return on investment yeah. i just wanted to say that. <laughs> yeah that, that's true yeah the the return on investment may not be as clear as direct it may not be as in your face as you know this is this is a gift or this is what i've done right it could be uh-huh. something behind the scenes you know pastors right. who believe that be part of their mandate is to pray for their flock it could be something uh-huh. as small as god revealed to them in a dream to pray for you or maybe you're driving right. like I, i've been in situations before where I've, i've almost gotten into a car accident like almost uh-huh. and then something happened and and it didn't happen and then in 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 that moment like five minutes later my pastor or a leader will call me and be like hey Tracy, you were just on my heart i just started praying for you not even knowing that you know i was about to get into a car so even things behind the scenes some of which you may know and may not know and for that we honor because i'm submitted to you for that i know that you know behind the scenes you may be doing prayers for me or even just the word that god has given you that you bring from the pulpit Uh that is directed to me because you know sometimes you know you're sitting there and the word you know that it's for you it's not for nobody else in the room but it's for you and god used them Uh to to deliver that word to you so it may not be a direct return on investment it may not be like a a given obvious thing but just the fact Uh that you know they are the person that god has sent you to be under you give them that honor uh-huh. that due honor that you that right. you would give like this is a valuable person that god has sent me to be in this church to be planted and so on and so forth mm-hmm. right do you think that honor can be or it can or should be demanded of someone or is that something that is voluntarily given i like this question 
<laughs> no, because I actually like this question because a lot of people demand honor and I find it so weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, fam, where are you coming from that you're telling me to <laughs> How can you tell me to honor you? Is it by force? Like, I feel like the beauty of, of honor is the fact that it's not asked for. It's the fact that really that it's it's impressed upon a person to honor you. And I think that is the beauty of it. But but mm-hmm. yeah, in 2020 Christianity, people are, are demanding honor. So I personally, uh, I could be wrong, but I think that's very weird. The fact that you mm-hmm. would tell me to honor you by force. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... I, I don't think it should be demanded and I think that's that's true. You should probably ask some questions. Like if someone is asking yeah, you yeah. to honor them, I'd probably be like, Why though? Like, you know, like even yeah. the the dictionary, if we take um the, the biblical things aside and we just talk from a secular standpoint, the dictionary definition for honor is high respect or high esteem for someone. Mm-hmm. How can mm-hmm. you demand mm-hmm. me to respect you? Like it has to respect come from you, me, yeah. you know? So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 and that's you, and that's where you see rebellion, mm-hmm. or that's where you see like, yeah, fam, no, like, <laughs> I don't know why I should exactly. honor you, respect you, like, have you, how do you warrant that, like, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then how does that even become rebellion if the person doesn't understand why they're supposed to honor you? Like, I yeah. feel like yeah. rebellion is when you know that you're supposed to be doing something, and you know that it's right, but yet you don't, you choose to not choose do not it to. regardless. Yeah. But in this yeah. situation, it's like. I don't I, I I agree like I don't think somebody should demand honor <laughs> it's in the same argument with this whole submission wives being submissive and stuff like uh-huh, that it's like uh-huh. people saying that should wives just submit regardless like can a husband demand that his wife submit just because the bible says wives submit to your husband my dear but the people forget the the last the line after hmm. that says husbands you too love your, love your wives yeah, yeah they forget that, that it's conditional it? not that it's conditional but they're both they're both dependent on each other, each other. And I think when it comes to honor as well it's the same thing where it's like <laughs> it's hard man because it's like <clears throat> when you look at honor in the context of like parents and children like there's no god tells children honor your parents so that you may have mm-hmm. long life That's like there is life, no yeah. condition about if mm-hmm. you know Enterprise, when yeah. why where um so then when i look at it like in terms of like honoring our leaders me i don't i don't know biblical mm-hmm. i can't tell you in first corinthians 5 15 it says like that's the thing but i could be like oh yeah i remember reading this in the new testament where this mm-hmm. said this but like I have, I, I don't remember seeing where, you know what? I'm going to pause my thought there. I'm going to do my research. But the thing is like when mm-hmm. it comes to even parents, like it's not, it's not, um, and it doesn't say in the Bible, like it's conditional or anything like that, but mm-hmm. there, the, like in certain relationships, what like parents, children relationships, sometimes you can see that the the the, fa- the 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 parent is leading us sh- if the parent is leading you astray mm-hmm. like you can clearly see that the parent or the parent is leading you astray how do you now respect them how do you now honor them mm-hmm. right I think so the thing, it I has think, to be yeah. it has to Go be con- conditional in some way like mm-hmm. when you now have clarity about you know you have an understanding you know as a child mm-hmm. to know that your parent is is leading you somewhere that God doesn't want you to be. Like, you know, mm-hmm. even let's take spiritual things aside. 
then you know that the, the parent is leading you off a cliff mm-hmm. and you know that this is not the right way mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that there's something in your spirit that's saying mm-hmm. this might be my parent oh she might be telling me to do like a, a clear example of some, some parents saying their daughter should go and do prostitution mm-hmm. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. is that right right yeah. just because mm-hmm. of whatever reason that you have given but because you are my ch- you are my child i have said go and do it me too as a child i should go and do it because of because what you, because, you said it yeah mm-hmm. That's the real you know but what i, I mean the, yeah i think i think the rubric should be like it, it i read i heard someone say oh honor your mother and father in the lord and that means that it has to be biblical like you can't the law of the, the law of god or god's law is supersedes any other kind of law that comes after like yes. around there mm-hmm. so yeah. where where i understand it is that like if your mother and father are asking you to do something that's contrary to the word of god yes. you have every right to to say no. that because it's going against the word of god and the word of god is is supersedes paramount that. it supersedes that so that's where i see that but i feel like where it gets tricky is where you're like I don't know if they're really like a perfect example is like when a mother and a father don't want somebody to get married because of culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing in the word of God that says that <laughs> you shouldn't marry somebody from a different culture yeah. or that you should marry someone. So that one you can't even use the word of God. So then now when you say okay, honor my mother and father in this regard, like what does that even mean? Yeah. Because this 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 reason for not marrying someone doesn't really make sense. So how yeah. do you honor them in in that mm-hmm. even when that doesn't make sense and it doesn't necessarily go is not contrary to the word of God kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. you see what I mean? But then we digress. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yes. <laughs> we digress. That's probably for another day. Um but like I wanted to give you guys a scenario because I wanted to talk about what are some of the things that we we should look out for not necessarily even look out for we talked about okay this is kind of what spiritual manipulation could look like where you know a leader or a pastor gives you the impression that he you have to go through them in order to reach god or you know you can't make any decisions on your own without the permission of the pastor yeah. or you know um the big <laughs> the big one that i feel like i've experienced is like um not having friends outside of your own church mm-hmm. because uh-huh. it's not I don't even know if they even told me that it was not godly or if it was, just like you don't have friends outside of your own church yeah. is it a cold thing <laughs> is it a, that, that's what I'm saying but the, at that time or when they were telling me this oh I was like gosh. oh okay okay so I literally cut off some of my friends that weren't in our church anymore yeah. because I was told that that's what I should do, mm-hmm. you know. And I completely regret that looking back because I'm like, uh-uh, how am I letting somebody else dictate who should be my friend and who shouldn't that's be my it. friend? Especially yeah. if that person wasn't leading me away from Christ, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but things like that that happen, or you know, <laughs> manipulating people into giving money, regardless yeah. of if they have money or not, yeah. <laughs> like. Mm-hmm use your credit card if you don't have you know god will multiply but it's like what how is god multiplying debt like i don't understand that right. anyway I, I listen i listened to your podcast to you about that one uh, it was uh, uh-huh. it was she's podcast yes it was on the same podcast i was that i'm like yes y'all better say it y'all better say something you know so when someone recognizes these things what do they then do Teresa like what do you think they should do we talked about okay talking mm-hmm. so after talking then what 
Yeah, so I think the first step definitely would be to address the leadership because sometimes they really don't know. So sometimes you do have to take that step and, 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 you know, bring this up and say, hey, these are some concerns that I have. This is what I've been feeling. Could you just, you know, explain to me? And hopefully it's received well. It should be. I mean, you know, and, and it can be explained to you if it's not received well I mean that kind of helps you where to go <laughs> just like that uh-huh. but, but um, if it is received well and, and you're given because it has happened to me where you know I brought something up and I was given the ring around the rosy about what it meant uh-huh. you know and, and that sort of it subsided me for a bit and I said oh, okay well yeah. this is they explained it that's why they do this and that's why they do this. But, but then it, it would come back again in my spirit. I would read the word and I would see what was happening uh-huh. and then I was like, no, this is not right, you know? And I would read uh-huh. the word and I said, so I, I was unsettled in my spirit yeah. even based on, you know, being explained to, based on, on everybody trying to explain this, I was still unsettled in my spirit. And I think the peace yeah. of God is, I always say that the peace of God is one of the best indicators in life because the peace of god is very real it doesn't lie if your spirit Mm -hmm. is unsettled about the thing even after you've taken that step to you know go and talk and ask questions that's when you really need to go to god in prayer and you need to ask him okay god this is what and a lot of people forfeit this step they just jump ship and be like oh you know well this Uh, is not this is not what i want and so let me go to a different church and let me this let me go to a different church and and this deception that we fall into is that the perfect church exists because it doesn't (laughs) every Mm -hmm. church you go to will have its problems will have some sort of problems will have something so from the point of everything we've said understanding extending grace understanding everyone is in, in a journey of becoming and and understanding you know what god has been saying to you at the point where you still feel unsettled you really need to go to god in prayer and you really need to ask him for direction what is my next step and 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 do that and make sure you take it and take it seriously and you get on your knees you pray you fast do whatever you need to do to make sure that you hear from God and God will, will always show you what to do. And if, if it, it, it is a situation where you do need to move on, that is a very uncomfortable situation to be in. But uh-huh. like mm-hmm. we've been reiterating this whole podcast that the voice of God should be weightier in your life than the voice of anybody. And mm-hmm. recently I, I had a young girl who was in the same situation where, you know, she felt the same uneasiness she felt something did it wasn't clicking and she decided to, to move on but she felt like oh she she knows that they were gonna say she's not being loyal and, and all this mm-hmm. yeah so it can be a very uncomfortable situ- conversation to have uncomfortable situation to be in but if God says something who are you to question and if you yeah if you tell a pastor a leader that God has told you to go elsewhere and they are questioning that that already mm-hmm. is everything you need <laughs> because mm-hmm. the only reason that they are in business is to help you hear from god and to help you walk with god so if god says right. that your time at a place is over they should release you and bless you in peace so yeah that's mm-hmm. what I just make saying. sure you heard from god though. that's that make sure you heard from- <laughs> that's the important part yeah 
don't forfeit that step and then be in your in your nature go and ah mm-hmm. heard from god like you know mm-hmm. definitely like but I, I i i i with these scenarios there like i always come to the to the place of like like are we the body of christ mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. are we the body or are we like are we a church sect like you know if the, if the person is leaving is leading you away from christ okay that's a different story but if we are the body of Christ and all churches are supposed to be coming together to we're worshiping the same God like you know what I mean like we're not this is not a gang like you know where when you leave the church or when you talk to somebody in another gang you know your gang leader is like yo fam like why are you talking to that person you know mm-hmm. no like we're not in a gang this is mm-hmm. the body of Christ so if you're I think there's no there's nothing wrong with if the one if somebody leaves the church and uh, leaves your church and is no more part of your church that you should not be able to talk to that person that doesn't make mm-hmm. sense mm-hmm. and then two if somebody is in another church that is your friend you've seen the, you, you know the person from work you know the person from whatever it, it shouldn't be a reason for you not to talk to that person I don't know what the what the fear is when mm-hmm. it comes to like a leader telling you not to talk to that person in that other church I don't know what the fear is that the person will take you to their church like is that the fear <laughs> like, then, mm-hmm. like, like if, if that's the fear laughing, then, like, but it actually is <laughs> yeah like, it, it, it's actually the fear right yeah. so like the person will take you to their church then the person like then it's time for them to move on and then you mm. go like like if if the if the person that person that's leaving your church is not supposed to be part of your church at that time then so be it we're still the body of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess yes, the fear is there that oh yes, they're they're gonna draw people to other another church or whatever. But at the end of the day, like we're not in a gang, like we're not in a cult. Mm-hmm. Like let's just be let's just be aware that this like the basic of it is like we are all the body we are all the body of Christ. We're all serving one God, like you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean. You know, the the leaving the church thing is actually a, a very good point of where I feel like a lot of sp- spiritual manipulation has happened because uh-huh. I've heard where people, like, they'll say, they'll tell the pastor, you know, it's time for me to move on. Like, I feel in my spirit that God is leading me into another ministry or actually leading me to start my own ministry. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then the pastor will say something like, um, well, God hasn't revealed that to me, to me. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or like, um, there are instances where, who was it? I want this. I don't know if it's Paul and Barnabas, but when Paul was getting ready to start off his own, like when they prayed over him to go off and evangelize to all the cities, who was he going with? You guys remember, I want to say Barnabas, but I'm not really sure if it was him. I think. Yeah, hold on, let me check because I have my iPad. Uh, Paul and Barnabas sent out by the Holy Spirit through the Church of Antioch. Yeah, I think that's what it was in Acts 13. Uh-huh. Um, so I've heard where people use that scripture to be mm-hmm. like, you see, the 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 other apostles also heard from God, and uh-huh. then they then sent out Paul and Barnabas to go and preach the gospel. So uh-huh. in light of that if you are a leader in our uh, church and then you want uh-huh. to go and, and preach the gospel we as your leaders also have to hear Let's from god uh-huh. before you go and i remember hearing i remember uh-huh. when the person was telling me this i was like wow like okay 
because how can you even how do you even argue with that because it did happen in the uh-huh. bible right uh-huh. right uh-huh. so it's uh-huh. like okay so now who who as a person that really feels that they heard from god are, who are you you, uh-huh. you know what i mean like it really hurts my heart because i remember i remember having this conversation with a person because the person was so like sure you could tell that no not that they were sure they were sure about what they were supposed to do but they were so torn because they're like, I'm really sure that this is what God has called me to do. Like the, the burden on my heart is heavy. But then at the same time, this pastor is telling me that no, I haven't heard from God. And as your leader, based on this, this scripture, I should, God should also speak to me before you huh. go, you know, and it's like the person's like, I don't, I don't, do I still go? But what if I go and then God doesn't bless my ministry? But I'm pretty sure I heard from God. And if I stay, what if I stay and then God is like, you're not obeying? Like so much yeah, confusion yeah. came. And from I think that. that's that's where that's where T was saying like you you need to really get clarity. Mm-hmm. Like I know sometimes it's really hard. Like you mm-hmm. really need to get clarity on what you heard. Like either you heard from God or, or you didn't. didn't. Like there. There, it, there's no in between there because like it becomes like where the spiritual meditation obviously happens is like no you I must also hear so you must stay put until I hear from from mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. but you the person like you have to know you have to have the conviction yeah. mm-hmm. you know to move so like when you are when when you are getting like for me when I was getting I was looking for a new job when I got the new job it was like I, I prayed about it because like it was such a contentious time for me to move from one from one from one um, department to another because like Phoenix like our pay system yeah. is whack sometimes mm-hmm. um, our at, at my, my dad had just passed away my I, I, I was getting ready to get married um, so there was just a lot of shifting shifting things happening in my life but I knew that it was time for me to go like I knew it I, I, like I had no three ways about it when i went to the interview for the new position i i just had a check in my spirit just like you know what it's time to move right so even though those kind of those um chaotic things or seemingly chaotic things were happening in my life i i was sure that it was Mm -hmm. time to move like i had that surety Mm -hmm. so like Teresa said you just need to know like you need to have clarity Mm-hmm. as to what God is saying to you like yes that that's the step that a lot of people miss like you know mm-hmm. what you heard from God just have clarity about what you heard so that when you are moving you have no 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 thing no kind of animosity going on within your mm-hmm. spirit saying oh I don't know if I should go because this leader is telling me one thing and then and I feel like I'm dishonoring all kind of things so be sure of what you heard be sure of what you are you 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 think you heard from god otherwise you will be torn Mm -hmm. and and i'll just throw in i'll just add in there you know um when you hear from god it gives you a peace that surpasses all you know how the bible says like a peace that surpasses Mm -hmm. all understanding yeah he he really when you once you are moving by the leading of the holy spirit by the instruction of god you have a peace that surpasses all when mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. to manipulate and hide and I can't yes. be seen in this place and I don't want to be seen by mm-hmm. these people, that should already tell you that maybe you didn't hear to you maybe you should go back to too the, well you should, back to the, you should maybe go back to the mountain because if God said it, there's no reason why you should be hiding and doing corner, corner yes. and I, I don't want these people to see yeah. me and I don't know if these people will be, if God said it, no matter what, if anybody sees 
sees me, if they don't see me, yo, if they did anybody that asked me, said that God said I should go. Period. But if it's the Ghanaian came out too. No. <laughs> but when you don't have that that assurance that God says, if you yourself are insecure in the decision, it's usually yeah. because it's your flesh is, is arising and it's not oh, really no. and that's when you will find that you're hiding and you don't want to be seen and you don't want to be like, you know. So so that's yeah. just a little extra tip for you know, uh-huh. for free. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I yeah. hear what you guys are saying. <laughs> I hear no, you. Z, go let me, ahead. Let, let us me go know. back to this, my friend's situation. Right. Spiritual manipulation doesn't happen in isolation. It's not like it's a one incident thing, right? Yeah. So when you hear messages upon messages upon messages over a period of time, you get conditioned into understanding a particular viewpoint of the word of God. Okay. Right. So <clears throat> especially when <laughs> people are using the word of God to back up or justify their actions right so Mm -hmm. in my friend's situation the person had been in this church for like 10 years leader in the church um built a relationship with the pastor and all these things but over time you know the person would hear one message and be like ah that's strange but okay you know it's in the word it's in the word, it's in the word, it's in the word until this situation happened. And then because he was, the person was so close to their pastor, uh-huh. it's like, I've built the relationship with this person over 10 years. This person has paid for my rent. This person has, this pastor has gone to my uh-huh. graduation. This, this pastor has done all these things for me, you know? Uh-huh. And then now god has given me my own vision and i have peace oh it's not like the person doesn't have peace or anything like that Uh and then they go back to the pastor and the pastor says um the pastor says oh according to this thing this 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 thing god hasn't given me that revelation so Uh let's fast and pray or let's wait okay so like in terms of like having the peace of god like be sure like i completely get that and i 100 percent agree with that i think where my 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 question mark is is that sometimes you may have the peace and the confirmation of god but then when people then use the same word of god that you're also (laughs) looking at or reading to sort of justify or to feed their own agenda sometimes it's hard to discern between okay is this a sign from god telling me to wait mm-hmm. or and let's be real the enemy is real he also knows the bible this is the enemy <laughs> using, using my the bible oh, that's so terrible <laughs> using my pastor to stop me from achieving the goal that god has given mm-hmm. me right and i think that in that i feel like that therein lies the the confusion about do i go do i stay and then also when you've built a relationship with this person over a period of time and then that person is also like i'm not sure if it's ready for you especially when they have had a record of being there for you constantly and then now they're telling you that it's not the right thing you see what i mean so like it's it's, i'm not trying to paint like a horrible story but it actually happens to somebody that i know so that's why like you know there's some times where it's like well you do need that courage outside of having that peace of God because sometimes you will hear the peace of God and like God has told me this I have peace I'm following yeah. through but then as you have made the decision to follow through the enemy is real 
so the enemy can also come and interject all these things that may make you start to question what God had told you initially. Mm-hmm. And then also because other people are now using the same word of God to try to justify their agenda, I feel like that's where confusion can come into play. So I, I just I wanted feel, to I feel throw like that there's out so there. Much, there's so much to unpack with what you were saying there. Like yeah. I feel like there's so much because there's there's one there's like the the manipulation of like oh you have a like it's almost like the person's feeling uncomfortable to go because they feel like they have allegiance to this person mm-hmm. because they have invested in them so much mm-hmm. there's one there's there's that and mm-hmm. then there's oh i'm backing it up with with the word of god so sh- there's also confusion there because it's like oh this is the word of god though like mm-hmm. you know but we also like i think we, we discovered in last last week last week's episode that like the word of god could also be manipulated <laughs> or mm-hmm. said out of context yeah. you mm-hmm. know like mm-hmm. just like anything quoted out of context mm-hmm. it's not the same situation but it will use that 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 one just take it just that one yeah, verse exactly without mm-hmm. taking the, the whole chapter or the whole right. book in yeah. context and putting it towards your your, your exactly. situation right mm-hmm. so it it can definitely just like books can be misquoted just like you know newscasters can 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 misquote some some whatever report just same way that that people can misquote the 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 word of god just to suit their situation at that mm-hmm. time you mm-hmm. know so that when there's that 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 part of allegiance to this person oh you you've invested so much in me i don't feel like what then are you obeying right. god one mm-hmm. or are you obeying allegiance like mm-hmm. you have to figure that out because if you're just going to stay and not and not obey what the the word of the you first like like you said she had peace or the person mm-hmm. had peace about it so then you already know your have your confirmation yeah. there but mm-hmm. your flesh, mm-hmm. like yeah. T said, mm-hmm. is now in allegiance to somebody else, attached yeah. to the allegiance of the, of the person. As they've invested in me, they've come to my graduation. You're looking at all the scenarios mm-hmm. and you, you've already concluded in your mind that when mm-hmm. you go, the person will now be thinking the same thing you right. are thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I've invested yeah. in you. I came to your graduation. I, I paid mm-hmm. for your rent. I did this. How can you now leave, leave right. the church? Mm-hmm. How dare yeah. you leave the church? So if you take the full mm-hmm. sum of the story, there's a lot of, of, of um, playing yeah. cards that mm-hmm. are being shifted yeah. around. But the thing, I think the, the clear voice of God being saying that you must go, this is the time. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you answer right. to God. Though. Mm-hmm. You will answer mm-hmm. to God. You won't answer to to uh, pastor so and so or leader yeah. so and so. You have to answer to God. And if God has given you that that instruction, God has given you that assignment. At the end of the day, it's only you. Even your husband will not be at there judgment day with you. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot in that one scenario, one where the the, the flesh is playing a lot in in um, in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just there's just a lot there. So, yeah, that's my I, I opinion. Yeah. yeah, I get that. And it's it's so crazy mm. because you know like <sighs> we can be working at a company for like 10, 15 years, 
But when it's time to go, or if we have another opportunity, we will go. We won't. We won't come on, yeah. Come on. We won't think that. Oh, but we've been here for 15 years, and the boss knows us, and they give uh-huh. us a raise, and we start. We won't. All these thoughts will not be thinking, going through our mind. We will do what's best for us in that time. What's best for our uh-huh. family if we decide? Okay, we need a new position. I need a new salary. Yeah. I need a new experience. Uh-huh. You do what's best for you. You do what's best for you in every area of life. Yeah except the church and i mm-hmm. don't understand that for yeah. some reason when it comes mm-hmm. to the church people are willing to put their walk with god second to their allegiance to man and it's like why is it that right. we are able to self care movement we are able to self care in every area <laughs> self care everywhere else and no we need to do what we need to do for ourselves but when it comes to church we're not able to do that why you know why and the disclaimer to all those hearing us we are not saying leave your church (laughs) nobody here you know nobody here is saying leave your church and go to another church because you're feeling some check in your spirit go to god though Mm. go to god don't come and say z and lynette and Teresa on their podcast said oh you must what what no go to God and be sure that you hear from God like if you if you are at that place like you know what I mean mm-hmm. nobody is saying leave your church at the end of the day it comes down to you and God mm-hmm. right like it's 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 a relationship between you and God and God has planted you in a church and you are serving and you are doing well in the church and the person and you are being led in a in a good uh, in a good path and you're not feeling all kinds of manipulation and all of that you have to really realize that this is a good church for you so nobody's saying leave your church. Just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, that's true. But I would also tell you, like, yeah, but why you feel like leaving your church? Just go, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, please. <laughs> oh my god, it's like this is funny. It's like, oh, I feel like leaving. Right, so just go. Like, what's up? <laughs> like, um, you know. But I have a question. Another. So my final question uh, yeah. as we wrap up is. If you see that one of your friends is being manipulated by their pastor or leader, how do you go about having that conversation with them? Mm. Mm. Man, um, does the person, does your friend think that they're being manipulated? But or do no? people really ever really know that they're, like, I guess you can know. Oh, my dear, you know. <laughs> not no, always, no, no, but you know what? Yeah, Sometimes, like, not always like this is why all these like do you remember that cult that went to to Guyana and they all drank the Kool-Aid and died like none of them knew that they were being manipulated so like sometimes I feel like sometimes you have like a check in your heart but then a lot of the time you really don't see how you're being manipulated you know like because I'll have some friends where they'll be like oh I'm not doing this why oh because my pastor said my pastor said my pastor said my pastor said and it's always the reference of their pastor and I'm always like I don't know if that's kosher, man. But I don't say anything because I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm not really here to start arguing. Yeah. I'm not your pastor. You don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at the same time, like, I always look at it like, but why are you not able to make decisions by yourself? You know, so how do I you... I think maybe, maybe you, can, you can ask questions mm-hmm. that might make them think of, of it in a different way. That's mm-hmm. my thought. Like, you can ask questions to kind of like the questions that you're having mm-hmm. not 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 necessarily targeted at their pastor but um 
at framing the questions to make them think. I mean, you're not a therapist, but framing the question. <laughs> I moved on. Framing, framing the question to make them think in a different way. You know, um, th- I mean, there there are people who just has one one version of that. It's very tunnel vision and one version oh. of what they think it is, and is just um, just gonna believe what they believe. No problem, mm-hmm. but if you are able to kind of like uh, piece piece some questions together for them to maybe think in a different way, and they they um, accept to be thinking in a different way, then maybe that might work. I don't know. Mm-hmm. T? Yeah, um, I'll just use myself as an example. I think that's always perfect. <laughs> um, so um, <laughs> <laughs> wisdom. Okay, so She's like, how much do I share right now? She's off. Okay, so I've been in um, a situation where, uh, both sides really, I've been in a situation where I was being spiritually manipulated and I could not see. And I had friends who were like, Chief, like, how can you not see this? Like, when when we think about people that know their Bible, like, you're one of the people that we admire. So, how is it that you can? can mm-hmm. literally be going through this and not see that right. something is, is wrong you know so I, I do understand mm-hmm. and I get what Zia is saying like because sometimes you really don't know like you're you're so yeah I don't know true. I don't know if it's in, ingrained yeah, in it. like you're, you're yeah. So, yeah immersed you're so immersed Immersive so record. immersed in it that you don't even see, you know, and it's not until you actually take a step back that you you will see. And then now also, um, mm-hmm. I'm in a situation where I see what my friends is, and it's like, oh no, like this is happening, and 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 I I, it's a tough spot to be in because you don't yeah, want to be okay. the voice that's telling them to leave their church mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you want it to be mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. you don't want to be the one that's mm-hmm. saying hey you're being manipulated get out of there because people will blame you in this life like if mm-hmm. something happens they'll mm-hmm. say Abba, mm-hmm. you told me to leave right so it's it's a really mm-hmm. tough spot to be in but what I have been utilizing and, and what people tried to use on me they would just say but don't you see this don't you see this don't you see this and i would always have a rationale for it because i would go and ask questions and it would Mm -hmm. be explained to me right but what i've been Mm -hmm. using that i i think which i think the holy spirit for wisdom for me would be just like not to so much be like oh don't you see this don't you see this because then it just looks like oh you're attacking their church you're attacking their safe haven then it's falling uh-huh. into what their pastor is saying about oh don't be friends with people that are not in your church because obviously they're gonna try it, right. it just, it just, the enemy will use all those things to just d- d- to bring division and the friendship but what i have been doing right. is just really talking about what how i'm not being manipulated <laughs> you know just being like mm-hmm. oh you know what mm-hmm. happened today this 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 happened or my pastor preached this message and how this this is happening and then they would be like oh really yeah and then they have some they they get inquisitive because they're like oh well like i've never heard a message like this and then you share the link you let them see it's like oh wow it's very different uh-huh just like small like that you know and then you're also <laughs> yeah. uh, asking the holy spirit to just reveal to them and and it, it really like prayer yeah. works <laughs> i i know sometimes mm-hmm, yeah. prayer can only be used for like major things or like big things in our lives or things but even something as what you may think as trivial as lord open my friend's eyes so that they may see this 
and and the Lord will honor it. Yeah. And, and and literally, yeah. people will come to me sometimes and be like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" And I'll be like, "Hey, you know, let's mm. let's look at what the Bible." Says. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then we look at the Bible mm-hmm. and then you go, mm-hmm. hmm. and then another, but what do you think about this? And you say, "Yes, you know," and you see that the Lord is working and the Lord is moving. So, so yeah. um, I would say really pray. Like prayer is a great thing. Um, invite yeah. them to your church. Invite them to see or share a link from a message that you enjoy, so that they can see for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 I, I feel yeah. like it's one of those situations where the person has to come to the realization. No matter what you say, I'm no sorry, matter yeah. how much you try to to change them or help them, unless they are able, it's like it's like a girl that is in love with a guy that's not too good for her, right? No matter how much you say that this guy doesn't love you, the girl will not see it until mm-hmm. they see it. And I feel like it's one mm-hmm. of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Wow. This is great. Yeah, man. Um, this, this is good. This was fun. Yeah. Was good. Teresa, thank you so much for taking your time to share some nuggets with us. Uh, it's been. I, I enlightening for me for sure yeah, um, me my takeaway is the yeah. same from last week where it's literally <laughs> call to action is you know what this walk is very lonely <laughs> you, uh-huh. you know you have to be able to hear from God on your own you have to be able to have that courage to walk with God because a lot of the time God will ask you to do something that's uncomfortable yeah. you know and it, it may mean offending other people not because you feel like offending them but because the nature of it is offensive in itself but at the end of the day God is the one that is keeping you yeah. <laughs> and you know you, you've decided to give your life to Christ that means that some things may be uncomfortable to do and sometimes hearing the word of God not everybody is going to fall in line with that and everybody will agree with it and that's fine um, Jesus wasn't waiting for people to agree with his message okay. Jesus had a, mes- a mission he came he accomplished it and he said bah so uh-huh. <laughs> essentially that's how we should be living our lives as well yeah. um, what do you guys think what's your takeaway um, Lynette I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I was laughing because uh, I know Z and I have had lots of conversations about this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> laughing in, in the background. No, but I totally agree um, um, with you 100%. Like, you know, ask questions. And it's, as I say it, I say it for myself as well. Like, if you are, you know, you feel something has been said by a leader or whatever within your circle, and you don't you know you just don't feel comfortable about just ask questions like you know what i mean it's okay to ask questions and if you know you will know where the the person's heart is at when you mm-hmm. when the the, the recept the how they receive it and how they respond so no be, don't be afraid to ask questions because obviously like we are in this walk together we need understanding to be in this walk like you know what i mean and mm-hmm. if it doesn't line up with the word of god like you need to know that that's not where yeah. it's at you know yeah so yeah that's my takeaway yeah. see? um just echoing everybody else like salvation is personal <laughs> like it's it, it's between mm-hmm. you and god mm-hmm. and 
and really I know yes, everybody always says like in Sunday school they taught you read your Bible pray every day if you want to grow that is mm-hmm. literally the mm-hmm. way to grow in this read your Bible and That's pray right. every day and let the voice mm-hmm. of God be the one that leads you because in this world in this life problem no they finish there will always be mm-hmm. issues there will always be problems there will always be a voice that's competing with God but once that's you it. know that's his it. voice nothing can over like I always use this example my mom can call me no caller ID and I will know as soon as I pick up it's her even if I'm in a crowd mm-hmm. and my mom calls my name I will know it's her because I know her mm-hmm. voice let it be the, the same way yep. that you know the Lord's voice because there will always be another voice so it's mm-hmm. up to you to be able to discern his voice from all the others and so right. you know where to walk mm-hmm. you know where to go your mistakes will be few and truly yeah. and honestly we need to start taking ownership for our walk um mm-hmm. I right like what Lynette said earlier about our generation being one that asks questions because it's true in the previous generations they just took whatever they were told and they ran with it but ours is one that asks questions and, and wants to know and we don't just commit to things blindly but I think we we need to bring that into the church more more than the same mm-hmm. way we would do it in our secular lives bring it more into the church where you take responsibility right. and ownership for this walk if you're committing to it committing commit to doing it well and ask questions Mm -hmm. and learn everything you need to learn don't piggyback off the revelation of others don't piggyback off somebody off a social media influence off your pastor off your leader commit to doing it Mm -hmm. for yourself and do everything you need to do to do it well and that will come with asking questions and that will come with praying and that will come with reading your word that will come with doing everything you need to do to succeed and once you do that the voice of god will be the one that you're following so that's so Mm -hmm. good so good Hmm. thank you guys so much this was so good yeah so a great episode thank you guys for having me oh it was awesome we hope you can come back again oh yes (laughs) thank you guys again and till next time